Hey guys, this is T, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with Gar and Josh. Enjoy the show, and remember, stonks do go up. It is Saturday, October 22nd, 2022, a beautiful October morning. It is podcast number 117. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hosts. This is the Garlic Johnson. We are joined as, not for the first time ever, but for the few times ever, um, by the Panic Man Walters. Walters, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Thank you, Walter. So you guys know the deal by now. We've got a lovely Discord where you can chat with us about football uh, all the live long day. Otherwise, you can chat about other stuff too, I guess. Um, you can leave us voicemails at anchor.fm slash hoodpod slash message. We've also got the segment start times down in the description below. And we want to thank at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram for all the beautiful art he has provided us over the years. And I'll always plug um, some beautiful custom art as a great kiss a Christmas gift idea. I know I've done that multiple times already. And there's nothing more unique, especially for if you've got some rich family members out there um, that, you know, how, how how can you buy someone for something that already has everything? Get them a nice, beautiful, unique art piece that they've, uh, you know, that's one of a kind in the world. So just a little pitch as we get into the holiday season here. But Walters, how are we doing, pal? We're doing. I'm uh, I'm recovering from a, uh, a wedding that I went to last night. Oh, uh, no. Shout out. Shout out to my buddy, Jeremy. Uh, he and his lovely wife met at uh, Linksys. I, I knew this guy from uh, my high school days when I went to the technical college for computer networking stuff. Anyway, so they both work at Linksys. And they're uh, they're Wi-Fi technicians, and and the 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 wedding was so beautiful, but uh, the the reception out of this world. You're disgusting. Everything I don't. <laughs> I, I might do the show myself right now after that. Was that whole thing a bit? I'm led to believe that you don't have friends. Oh my god! I have zero friends. Oh my god! Uh, right. I wanted to do that. All right, Gar, how how are you? I'm doing good. I want to get this out of the way um, so I don't get absolutely fucking reamed by our biggest financial contributor and a great sponsor of the show, the Skybusters. Um, all right, so Walters, you don't have to listen to this. Everyone, everyone who's not Brian, you could just take a quick, you know, twenty-second break here. Brian, Josh is on vacation, I believe. At least he told me he's out of town. Okay, Brian, I hope you're still listening. Uh, so this is Walters. We've gone. We've called someone up from JV. Um, Walters is going to be here for the whole show. Okay, don't don't want you to yell at me for not addressing it right away. We've got Walters today. Okay, Brian, so just bear with us. All right, love you, bye. <clears throat> All right, Walters, took a little break. Are you back? Sorry. Yeah. Uh- I've always wanted to do this, so can we just backtrack for just like two seconds and ask me how I'm doing again? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Walters, how you doing, buddy? Doing. Darn. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, to answer your original question that I took a tangent off, I'm doing good. I had a very busy day yesterday. I woke up in the cities, and then I voted, and then I my little sister was getting her wisdom teeth out, so I hung out with her, and then I went back to my dad's house and packed up all my shit because I was there for a week, and then I went to 
Um, I went out to eat with my mom for her like a bladed birthday, and then I drove three hours back to DL, and then I changed clothes and took a shower, and then I went to go work at the casino for a couple hours, and then I came home and did all the podcast notes, and then I just literally humped over in my bed late last night. So I'm a little tired this morning, a little more tired than usual. I'm not a big caffeine guy, but I know I've got a caffeinated beverage in the fridge. I might go grab. We'll see if I see how the next five minutes go or so, but I'm doing good. I'm excited for Halloween. Going, got a couple shindigs coming up next weekend already, which is fucking crazy that, you know, it's next weekend. And then, uh, yeah, before we know it, it'll be Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that shit. Well, for, I don't know <clears throat> how tuned in your listeners are to the gaming scene, but next weekend is the biggest weekend in gaming. Uh, it is the release of the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, and I'm super excited about that. I mean, is that so? Does that come out on a weekend? Because I remember back in my day, um, when I was a kid, yeah, the big releases used to come out on a Tuesday. So does this come out on like a Thursday or Friday now, or does it still come out on like is the big release date on a Tuesday? Uh, let's see here. It is going to be a worldwide release on Friday at 12 a.m. Eastern. So it'll be 11 p.m. Thursday here in the cornfields. And the camp I know we'll get we'll actually get into the show in a, in a moment here folks, but uh, is the cam- the campaign's live right now, right? Cuz I thought I was I figured I was going to download that after the show. I know you and I wanted to play Fall Guys, but I'll get to that campaign at some point. Yes, yes, the campaign is live right now. Oh, you have right. to digitally buy the game. I don't think you can like if you went to the store and actually bought a disc. That's not going to work. So, all right, digitally buy the game. Got it. All right, we'll get into the actual show here. Though. That's enough uh, video game talk and Linksys talk and Walters pretending to have friends talk. Um, all right, we got start sit here, Walters. I mean, you listen to the show, you know the bit, but just for those other people, give a nice little reminder here because Josh and I usually just jump right into it. What we do every week is Josh and I go off this little game Josh likes to play. It's like an accuracy challenge through Reddit. It's like narffl.com, something like that, narffl.com. Um, and we go through five different start sit scenarios. Last week, we were pretty rough. If you would have listened to us, we only got two out of five of our you know, you know know starter sit choices right, and we would have had negative 20 points. On the season, though, we're about 500. We're 17 for 30, getting them right versus getting them wrong, which means picking the player who scored more than the other. Uh, and we're still plus 15 points. So if you listen to us, more or less, you're going to do at least a little bit better than average throughout the season. So that's what we like to do. Um, and I got we've got a guest one there. We'll save that one for last. Al did text me in this morning. But getting right into it, Walters, uh, I picked one of them, a couple of them out of that list that Josh likes to pull from. We've got um, bullying the bad kids this week. We've got Dak playing the absolute historically worst defense of all time in the Detroit Lions at home. Uh, so Dak is at home versus the Lions, I should say. And then Tom Brady is going to Carolina, who seems to be maybe doing a bit of a fire sale right now with maybe Sam Darnold starting at quarterback, if not P.J. Walker again. So who would you prefer to start and who would you prefer to sit? Dak versus Detroit or Brady versus Carolina uh I'm a I don't know if I've ever speaking or spoke loudly about this but yeah I'm just creating words over here words are tough TUF uh Dak sucks I hate Dak like I think Dak is overrated for what he is uh so I want to go Brady um I feel more comfortable with the weapons that he has I love his wide receivers he has um, I just think that that offense in general is uh, more consistent, something that you can rely on a little bit more. So I am definitely more comfortable starting Brady versus Carolina. But I also do respect the fact that Detroit is a terrible defense. But I, 
even so, I still want to go with Brady. All right, I hear you. I mean, I just you you can hate Dak, but Dak's been in the league for a long time since um since 2016, where he started. Was that his first full season? I'm not sure, but um you know he was QB seven in 2017. He was QB ten and QB uh, in 2018. He missed a couple games. Still QB 14. 2019 he was QB two. Um, in 2020, of course, he missed some time. Only played five games. In 2021, another full season, he was QB eight. And then this year so far, he's QB 40, but that's because he's played one half game so far. Last year, he had 37 touchdowns with only 10 interceptions and about 4,500 yards. So for for people's perspective, not that he doesn't really have significant rushing stats ever, but um, that's historically how Dak has been because we can't talk about what he's done this year because he's done absolutely nothing. But Dak's a good guy, and Kellen Moore's a good offensive coordinator, whereas Brady, I mean, he's had... He's only cracked 20 fantasy points one time this season if you use like the standard fantasy scoring system. Um, I like Dak here, but you love Brady. So I guess you you try and convince me one more time to go to Brady because what we have to do on the pod here is we come to a consensus who we like more. We're making one pick as a pod. We have to make a unified – we have to give unified advice for the folks that never <laughs> listen to us. Dak or Brady, convince me to come to Brady because it sounds like you're more set in your ways than I am. The, the biggest thing about Brady is not necessarily the the quarterback himself, but I think it's like the weapons that he has to throw to around him. He's got Godwin. He's got, uh, uh, I'm, why do I always blank on names? Um, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Let on me the other on, side, yeah. yeah. And then on the other side you have CD and then is Gallup doing anything? I know he's come back recently, but I don't know if, you know, so it's like, which wide receiver pair would you rather throw to? And for me, I just think that Godwin and um, Evans is is much better tandem. Well, all right, all right, Brady, with you. I guess I don't, I don't care enough to fight you on a Walters because we got to keep moving on the show. All right, next we've got the solid RB. Certainly, Joe Mixon probably went in round two of most people's drafts, whereas Josh Jacobs was probably more like round three, round four. But Josh Jacobs has certainly turned it on this year, and Joe Mixon has been pretty solid from what I remember, but vaguely. Um, Walters, do you like Josh Jacobs versus Houston, or do you like Joe Mixon versus Atlanta? Both running backs are at home, both playing defensive that, um, that have been kind of rough against the rush so far this year. Uh, looks like this week in standard formats, uh, Mixon and Jacobs, uh, according to Sleeper, are projected right around the same amount of fancy points. That's why we picked them. Ah, boy, this is a tough one. I want to say Josh Jacobs. I, I think I want to start with Josh Jacobs. Um, the wide receiver room right now in... Las Vegas is a little banged up, isn't it? I mean, they've got um, Renfro. He's questionable. Um, Devante, I think he's fine, but there's no Waller either. I don't think Waller's going to be playing this weekend, so they might have to rely more on Josh Jacobs getting it done on the ground and dump off passes to him as well. I don't know if they throw to him a lot, but I think I thought he was known as receiving back. Uh, so I like Josh Jacobs here. Um, a little bit more just for the opportunity. Uh, but on the other hand, you're talking about uh, a Cincinnati offense who is fire all around. If you ask me, I love their wide receivers. I think they have a really good running game and they are playing an absolutely terrible, terrible Atlanta team defensively. And so the second half of this game could be all mix in. So for me, I don't know where I want to go with this. 
I still want to say Josh Jacobs because I feel like that game could could be a closer game. So there there could be more uh, offense to be had out of the Las Vegas Houston matchup. All right. Um, yeah, for reference, Joe Mixon has had some pretty consistent fantasy, I want to say. He's had, well, I guess I don't, I don't know what consistency means, but I mean, he's been putting up between 10 to 15 fantasy points most weeks. I mean, week what in Pittsburgh, he had 18 fantasy points and half point PPR, then 10 at Dallas, only five against the Jets, but the Jets have been surprising a lot of people with Bobby Saul over there this year. Miami had 15 points against Baltimore. He had 10 points in the last week at New Orleans. He had another, you know, 14.8, so 15 points. So he's been, you know, between 8 and 15 mostly. Um, he only had eight attempts last week at New Orleans. That's tough to see. Of course, Atlanta's also an interesting team. I believe they're 3-3 three and three if off the top of my head, and they just upset um, San Fran last week. I believe they beat them 28-14. I don't know if there was a big turnover or something that made that score balloon more than the script of the game i didn't watch a second of the game but i mean only seeing eight attempts out of joe mixon last week that's pretty tough um his attempts have actually been going down at you know versus miami he had 24 attempts at baltimore he had 14 at new orleans he had eight and his reception numbers i mean he's had four three and four the last couple weeks so i mean joe mixon looks like he'd be a solid middle of the road play but if you were drafted him in the second round you're probably expecting more so far this year whereas josh jacobs he started a little slow but then he's turned it on week three he had 12 points week four at Den- or versus denver he had 32 points and then at kc he had 27.8 points again this is half point ppr he had 13 rushing attempts 28 rushing attempts and then 21 and in those last three weeks i've listed he's had five receptions in each as well so that's a nice little ppr piece but to see him get 66 yards 144 yards against a you know allegedly good denver defense and then have 154 rushing yards against kc that's tough dude playing houston i love josh jacobs so i'm going to ride with you on jacobs wall unless you've heard anything in my little rant there that um would have changed your mind to Mixon. uh i'm all i'm i'm in on josh jacobs all right uh, i'll want you to feel like you're a little hostess as well so I'll let you go ahead and you know prompt me the first one so you don't feel like you have to talk first every time all right in our next matchup we have the do i have to category which is uh juju smith schuster wide receiver kansas city is at san francisco or Brandon Cooks, wide receiver, uh, Houston at Las Vegas. Gar, who do you got? All right, so Juju here, just looking at the tail of the tape. He has had an interesting fantasy season. It seems like overall he's trending up in snap percentage. He started kind of in the the low 70s to you know in, somewhere between 60 and mid 70s um, the first four weeks, and then week five versus Las Vegas and week six versus Buffalo, he's had more in like the mid 80 to high 80 snap percentage. So he's getting getting on the field a little bit more, and obviously can't catch the ball if you're not on the fucking field. Um, you know he's. He's cracked the double digits twice all year, which, you know, he had his best game against Buffalo, but they also probably had to do, you know, a lot more passing versus Buffalo. Um, they're playing San Fran. San Fran's a really good defense this week. I'm fading Mahomes this week just because that San Fran defense is supposed to be good. I don't think that the Chiefs will be able to replicate what Atlanta did last week where they just Atlanta's been a really good in the trenches offensively this year. And so I don't think that's what the Chiefs are going to do to try and beat San Fran. I believe they're going to try their high-flying offense as always. And San Fran is going to have a great defense with D'Amico Ryan. Um, so I'm not high on Juju, but we'll go see Brandon and see if I come back to Juju. 
tail the tape for Brandon. His snap percentage has been trending down. Um, you know, week one, week two, he had 91 and 87%. And then week four, week five, he had only 79 and 78%. So he's dropping about, you know, 15% um, from highest to lowest there, 13% highest to lowest there in snap percentage. His targets are also going down. He had 12, then 10, then 7, then 7, then 6. So, I mean, for whatever reason, both his snap percentage and his receptions are going down. And I don't think the teams they've been playing have been anything crazy. Um, you know, Indy, Denver, Chicago, the Chargers, and at Jacksonville. I, I don't know what to t- make of all that. Maybe the one thing you can say for Brandon Cooks is that he's coming off the bye. So maybe Houston has figured something out. They're like, all right, we got to. Cooks has been a playmaker. He's been steady for a long time. We got to get the ball back in his hands. Um,. I don't know. The, I name this the do I have to category because I'm not sure. I'm not sure either player has, you know, satisfied really this year if they've been in your fantasy lineups. But one of them's trending upward and one of them's trending downward. So I guess just with the trends, Juju, I'd have to lean Juju here, but I'd hear a compelling argument from you either way because I, I don't really want to start either of these if I could, but this is the bit. So... The biggest thing that I've noticed when I'm looking at the statistics of both of these players here is that even though Juju has had his snap percentage rising, like he's always consistently had the same amount of targets per game. Like even when he was at 66% snap percentage week one, he still had eight targets. Yet, uh, if we go back to week five uh, against Las Vegas, where he had 86 uh snap uh, percentage for of the snaps played he still had eight targets last week was uh, a little down where he had five but you know i i could that's against the buffalo defense so i mean i i kind of washed that away uh i i like the opportunities that uh juju smith schuster has been getting and if you look over at brandon cooks his uh target share uh, I don't even I'll have to look it up again, but I don't think it's been this year. He had t- 12 and 10 targets the first two weeks. And then after that, it's been seven, seven, six. So I don't know if he's going to get targets coming back his way. But if I'm seeing those target numbers go down, I just I kind of want to stay with him. So I, I'm kind of leaning Juju at San Francisco here. Also, another thing to note, you were saying that the defense for San Francisco is really good. But if I remember right, the case didn't KC play against Buffalo last week, who has an outstanding defense. And I thought they did just fine. I mean, the final score was 24, 20. You probably expect KC to put up, you know, like 30 to 40 against an average defense. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't have a problem starting and I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't have any problem starting, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes this week or okay. Juju. Yeah. So I would go, I feel comfortable going with Juju just because his target share has been there. All right. Yeah. I don't care enough to fight you. Juju. It is next one. We've got some <laughs> tight ends. I mean, Bobby Tunyon, he had that one splash season, whatever it was 2019. Um, that was kind of crazy out of nowhere. And then has been banged up. And then Evan Ingram kind of been a low key under the radar. Good play. I mean, again, like for tight ends, it's usually the top two and then a giant cliff to three and everybody else. But if, you know, assuming you didn't draft Kelsey or Mandrews or Waller, um, you know, who do you like this week? Do you like Evan Ingram versus the giant? or Tanyan at Washington. You don't have to take very much time on this one. You can go pretty quick. Tanyan. Tanyan? All right. Um... I just... I'm looking at... I won't even read off the tail of the table. I'll just look for myself. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Evan Ingram, I don't know if he's not getting red zone opportunities. I'm not watching their games. I can just see he has zero touchdowns, whereas Tunyon already has a touchdown. I know he's been a big touchdown whore historically, so I'll ride Tunyon with you. Sorry, Evan Ingram. He's been he's been getting plenty of opportunity, but zero, zero touchdowns so far, which is hurting him for sure. All right, the last one here is kind of ugly, Walters. We've got Hawkinson at Dallas. Um, the Detroit Lions are coming off a bye for what that's worth. Garrett Wilson, who started the season hot, but I don't know that I've heard his name a lot recently, at Denver. Um, we've got Hunter Renfro versus Houston. And then A.J. Dillon, who's been pretty disappointing this year, at Washington. You've got to start one in the flex. You're desperate on a bye. Who do you like, Hawkinson, Garrett Wilson, Renfro, or A.J. Dillon? Dillon, all the way on this one. Um, Explain Hawkinson. yourself. Hawkinson the is was a close second just because of his boom bust nature but I'm more fearful about the bust and especially the defense that the Detroit Lions are playing against I really respect that Dallas defense I'm not touching a wide receiver for the Jets until I see Zach Wilson be able to uh, target them enough and actually be accurate enough to hit them Hunter Renfro could be hurt so he might not even be playing so that leaves me with AJ Dillon all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you just made a very compelling case for the people, and I won't even I won't even say anything, Walters. We'll just stick with your ride. All right, so we've completed our table. You can listen back to see how we did next week. Uh, we also got one fan submission start sit here. That was from The Audio Al. He wants to know George Pickens versus Miami this week or Romeo Dubs versus Washington, specifically in full point PPR. I would have to go with the upside of Dubs. Dubs, all right. Yeah, I mean, looking at the tail of the tape, Dubs is—he's uh, seen his target share and snap share increase. You know, he started the season slow. Of course, he's a—he was a rookie. You know, only fifty or even forty percent snap share. Now he's up in the high eighties, high nineties. He's can—he's gotten eight targets consistently, or pretty much the last four weeks. Um, Pickens—he appears to be a target whore when kenny pickett's on the field but kenny pickett we watched him you know leave the game last week and then you know mitch trubisky came in and was really hitting claypool for some reason so i mean certainly george pickens has plenty of upside if kenny pickett is the starter again it seems like kenny pickett will hyper focus on pickens um but i guess i would without knowing the exact qb starting qb situation i would have to ride with you on dubs as well so al you might want to do the exact opposite of what we're doing and i would respect that because i'm terrible at fantasy but um walters and i are officially saying you know telling to you dubs over pickens um but if kenny pick is starting i'd understand all right walters that was start sit how do you feel about it do you feel like you made some good picks or are you going to regret those instantly uh i feel great and what's even better is i was talking you know positively about packer players so if they do terribly i mean that's good for me terrible for josh and everybody's happy a little reverse psychology on the bit mm-hmm all right, we'll move on to here's some fan duel fun. Walters, you are currently, out of anyone, through six weeks, you are in third place, right? So, you know, Josh and I are not in third place. And so if people want to listen, they should be listening to your fan duel favorites and your fan duel busts. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll give mine very rapid fire, and then I want you to break them down a little bit. Because, again, you're in third place. You should know what you're talking about. This week, I like Ken Walker, the third, 7,300. Zeke, 6,900, playing against Detroit. I like Dan Bellinger, the tight end for who um how dare you tan bellinger the <laughs> tight end for the giants and then i like dak as well so i'm a big i'm big on the cowboys this week for 75 hunch but again i'm not as good as walters walters in third place walters who do you like in FanDuel this week all right so this week i've brought up some names that may have made me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit but 
We are going to start off with Kenyon Drake at 6,600. He is the running back in Baltimore currently. Uh, if they don't have any wide receivers go this week, uh, meaning if Rashad Bateman doesn't play, I really like his opportunity to score a lot. Brees Hall has been fantastic. So at 7,600, I think he is a valuable running or a moderately placed running back with a high potential upside. T Higgins always been on fire at 7,100. Not too bad. And then if you're looking for a very cheap option, uh, someone, sorry, did you say something about a low price? No, I, I mean, I will shortly. Uh, Wandale Robinson, 5,500, uh, for at, that's a low price. I know. (laughs) All right. Uh, wide receiver, New York giants. Um, I don't know if necessarily if the targets are going to be there, but he seems to be developing rapport with, um, uh, Danny Dimes over there in New York. Wow! That's a low price! Wow! That's a low price! Wow! That's a low price! <laughs> I've got, I've loaded up all four buttons and I don't use them very often, so there we go. And then, I mean, Perfect. I mean. I'm sorry, did you say something about a low price? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wanda, I'll be honest, Walters. I, I love Brees Hall. I love um, Wandale Robinson. I'll, you know, because I go through this every week and I'm like, I'll definitely give most of my advice to the fans. The one thing, like, because I, I, I like to fill it out as I'm doing my note sheet, so I just don't forget everything I said. So the one thing I'd, I took, I left Wandale Robinson off my list. I was like, that's one I'm keeping for me. Um, I love to see that I made your list though so i guess that spoils my little secret not that i've ever fucking won anything in this competition in the three years we've ran it anyways but uh, i do like that you picked up wandale robinson it seems like he should be getting plenty of opportunities i mean he's flying under the radar because he got banged up week one i believe and then he just came back last week and only was on like a 23 percent snap share and still got a touchdown so i definitely think wandale robinson has the chance to boom and so i love you picking that one out um overall though i mean so, so again i've mentioned it about 50 times already but you're in third place in the fan duel and josh and i have never won a dollar off that contest so is there something you do differently is there any resources you like to use i mean you don't have to give away your secrets if you don't want but is there generally something you do that maybe the general listeners like brian or whoever else that don't seem to perform as well as you have this year because this is your first week year in the contest i believe so is there anything you I do generally participated two years ago Oh, okay, but that—I mean—that one was tough. If you missed a single week, you'd yeah. have been toast. That one was the total score. Yeah. So, um, is there anything you do generally that thinks you that makes you superior to everyone else, or do you just—is it just your brain? Is it just your truthiness, your gut? Yeah, I mean, I mainly. Well, first off, uh, I text and talk with Levi Oaktree more than most people know, and oh, cute. Uh, you know, I—you're <laughs> riding his no, coattails. Uh, yeah, pretty. I mean, I I just send him him money via Venmo, and he gives me a few names. I mean, oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I I keep up with you know my fancy football podcasts, and I try and listen and pay attention. But yeah, most of the time it's just gut feeling. Like I I try and think about the opportunity that the player has, and if it you know if it's worth worth his price. So I it's kind of hard to. I guess explain, but yeah, mostly it's just gut, gut feeling and truthiness. 
Hell yeah, brother. Truthiness. Great bit. Um, all right. What about FanDuel Bust of the Week, Walters? I'm sure every week you've got some players you avoid. Again, I'll do mine very quickly. I don't like Mahomes this week. I think, I mean, of course, the Chiefs, Andy Reid can get very creative. He's constantly like classic, drawn up on the chalk. Andy Reid probably still uses fucking chalkboards because he's Andy Reid or maybe a whiteboard these days if he's upgraded. But Andy Reid can get so creative. I'd never want to count them out. But D'Amico Ryan's 49ers defense is absolutely electric. He seems to have taken perfectly the mold of Bobby Sullen just continues to dominate with that Niners unit. I'm fitting Mahomes for that reason this week. Not that I pay up for QBs too much anyways, but Mahomes at 8500 I don't think he'll be a good value. But Walters, you're the bigger brain. Who are you saying will be a bust this week in FanDuel? This is somewhat predicated on something I mentioned earlier. If if the wide receiver out of Baltimore, uh, Rashad Bateman, does not play, I am saying that Lamar Jackson is going to be a bust again this week. Uh, the last two weeks without Rashad Bateman, he actually the last three weeks. I don't know if Rashad has missed three games, but uh, Lamar Jackson has been absolute doo doo over the last three weeks. And uh, until I see his numbers come back up, I will not touch him with a 10 foot pole. All right. Thank you, Walters, for your fan duel perspective. I'm going to skip the sleeper over under contest this week because I know Walters does not participate in those. And I don't think I've hit a bet in a couple weeks. So, you know, we'll just skip those for this week. Maybe I'll save myself some money, recalibrate. Just like the Vikings are on a buy. I'm taking a buy from the over under contest. Um, any reason you don't play in those, Walters? You just want to save your money like a smart person, not sports gamble, or have you just never been interested? Uh, yeah, just. I've every, yeah, I don't really particularly dabble in sleep, uh, the over-under stuff. Um, if I'm going to do sports betting, I'd rather do, like, for me, the Thanksgiving parlay where you pick your winner and your over-under and wrap that all into one. I think I think that is fun. I've done that a couple times when uh, some people I've known have flown out to Vegas and I've put in some bets. All right, cool. I will right, we'll move on then just to the weekly preview. I mean, this is just a general segment we've thrown at the end. Sometimes we hit it, sometimes we don't. Um, I mean, I guess we never gave a grain of salt for you, Walters. Just very quickly, again, just maybe 30 Ugh. seconds a minute. How are you doing in fantasy this year? Because we haven't gotten a grain of salt out of you. Why should people listen to you? I've already talked you up on the fan duel. But in regular fantasy where you've had to draft and sit with your teams mostly, how are you doing? Um, what's your bit? I was not prepared for that. Okay, so I mean, you should have a general it, uh, feel of how you're doing, yeah. Walters. We're in week six, so buddy. I, okay, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I'm in three leagues this this season. Okay. I in the Champions League. I am dead last because I am terrible. Shut up. Uh, deflate these balls, Dynasty. I am coming off. This is our third season. Where in the first season I finished first. Last year I finished second, and I believe I'm in the middle of the road right now as it sits. And then in our victorious secret fantasy football league, uh, I am tied for first place right now between Josh, Ben and uh, myself. And I'm coming off the last two seasons as well as uh, a champion two years ago. And I took third place last year and I'm continuing to, or I'm looking to continue my dominance in that league as well. 
All right, hell yeah. I mean, just even, I will say for myself, even just being in the Champs League, like, that's an honor. So even if you're struggling, I mean, we anyone who was in the draft kind of knows you went tilt in the draft. And I definitely made all the draft settings, like a high-pressure situation that maybe Walters didn't flourish in, whereas if he just would have had a normal draft, he would have been able to prove himself as a champion. So he'll probably be back. I think I've said before on the Grum that I think every four years or every five years, I'm going to turn the Champions League into, like, a guillotine invitational. And so, you know, there'll be two spots up for grabs, and and you can try and play in through the guillotine. So even if even if you get cut this year, I mean, you won't be able to come back next year, but I'm sure I'll be calling your name if I'm trying to find fucking 18 names for a Champions League. Yeah. I'm sure I'll be calling your name again for the guillotine invitational. So even if you get, you know, you, you get to take one year off and then come back if that's your, if that's what you want to do. So um, Yeah. But you're doing good. That's good. Anyone you loved on the waiver wire this week in particular? I mean, you already Ugh. said you're, you were fading Deion Jackson after that one-week splash because JT is back. Is there anyone yep. you picked up or anyone you're watching? I mean, there's some bye weeks like OBJ, Deshaun Watson. Those are people who might, you know, who are coming back into the fold here sometime soon. Anything you're doing long-term or short-term on the waiver wire? So one thing I know of, uh, tight end is a very volatile and uh, position for me right now. I'm I'm actually giving a lot of love towards Tanyan. Um, if he's available in the league and you're not sitting real great at tight end, I'd say just pick him up. He, you know, tight end position is always going to be tough because it's it's it literally is boomer bust every week unless you have the top two. But for me, very touchdown dependent for sure. Yeah, but I just. <sighs> I feel like trust is a word that has been thrown around the the Packers offense in relating to Aaron Rodgers and where he likes to throw the ball to. And Tunyon is one of those guys. And uh, his breakout season in 2019, um, I know last year he was hurt. Was the last two years? I don't know. But to me, it just feels like he's one of those players that Rodgers can trust. And I've, I've seen... Uh, games this year where he, he uh, Rogers has aired it out to to Tanyan. So it just makes me think that 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 is a viable target to to be able to go after. So if um, Tanyan's available, put him put him on your roster, bench him. You know, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Gotcha. All right, just a couple games for me. I'm really excited for this week, kind of pivoting to the NFL. Browns-Ravens over in the AFC North. Uh, division games are always good, but AFC North seems to always have absolute bangers for division rivalries. So I like that game this week. I'll be peeping that one. Lions-Cowboys, I think, should be a high-flying game, a lot of offense, even though the, I mean, the Cowboys have proved they have a good defense. But um, Lions coming off a bye, I'd like to see what they can do creatively. So Lions-Cowboys, I'm hoping there's fireworks. And then Chiefs-Niners, I'm, you know, I'm invested to see... Can the Niners shut down Mahomes, or will that one be a banger as well? Any games you're looking forward to this week? Vikings are on a bye, so maybe you're taking a bye from you know watching any sort of football. But I, I, I will be getting ready for deer hunting uh, tomorrow, Ooh. so there won't be much much watching of football but i am very interested to see if the new york giants can live up to what they have been doing they're playing a, a team that's middle to the bottom of the road bottom of the pack um and are they gonna are they gonna win the game that they should win or are they gonna play down to jacksonville's level so i'm really interested to see if the new york giants can um again uh try and put the haters uh aside 
and uh, keep them quiet. Yeah, they'd be they'd be interesting if they can get to six and one. And then I mean, Denver has been god awful. Speaking of New York football teams, if the Jets go into Denver and they come out five and two, holy shit, the glory days in New York are back. I guess. But all right, Walters, I appreciate you so much for joining us. Um, I think it's been I think it's been a good show, Walters. I think you've done well. I guess I don't know how do you actually. I'll get, I'll get that. We'll pl- we'll talk over that in the outro song because um, <laughs> I, I do want to get out of here. We're already at thirty four minutes, but don't forget everybody. Fall guys. Yeah, well, you and I will play some fall games, but don't forget, everyone, you could participate in the Discord, and um, you know we've got the segment start times down in the description below. Thank you again, Levi Oki, for the beautiful art. Thank you again, Walters, for showing up one last time. Josh is not sick again; he's out of town, I believe. I don't know. He texted me like Thursday morning. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to be out Saturday." I was like, "Sweet, thanks for the ample notice." But um, I appreciate you showing in, Walters. And then I'll, I have a question for you in the outro. But if you could ask me one question before we get out of here, could you just ask me how business is doing? Hey, Gar. How's business? Hey, Gar. What's going How's on, buddy? business? <laughs> Great. Um, all right, Walters, how did you feel? Because obviously you've been a guest on like Al's pod before or whatever, but for the last couple of years you've been... You were the, um, you were obviously the host, and you had a lot of responsibilities, and you're trying to do a video, and you're trying to do a, you know, million different filters and this and that. You had a lot of responsibilities that I think might have burnt you out. Um, how did you feel being back, just in the kind of the guest host chair, where you didn't have to produce anything, you just showed up with, a, you know, a, a simple sheet of notes and got to talk? Do you like that a lot better? Do you miss all, all the hectic um, production woes? Well, they call me panic man, and sometimes I can thrive in panicky situations and sometimes i just <laughs> fail like i mean look at the champions branch out draft but uh i <laughs> th- this week was so much fun it was cool just to roll in here and and be able to just to stream my consciousness of fantasy football i had a ton of fun um thank you for the opportunity oh god nice stink oh god all right to be fair, I didn't hear any of your sound bites. Go ahead. No packers. 